1170. The Answer, San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Monday. Hashtag Monday Motivation. Glad to have y'all here with me. I was highly motivated this morning to come in and talk to all y'all tonight because there's so much news happening. I am Andrea K. This is the Andrea K Show. Dynamite in a dress. Busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy like I do every night right here from the AM 1170 studios in San Diego from 6 to 7 p.m. on your drive time. And joining me as always, the man, the myth, the legend, with the orange fingers from dipping into boxes of Cheeto, Cheezies, Cheez-Its is none other. I started to say Cheetos, but that ain't his thing, baby. It's Cheez-Its, and the he mo- is DJ Carrot Sticks. The most dangerous carrot in the world. DJ Carrot Sticks. Got a little premature there with the intro on yourself there, my friend. I was getting excited. <laughs> Hopefully you're excited to be here, rejuvenated, recharged. Yeah, recharged after the weekend. What a lovely, beautiful weekend it was here in San Diego. We are having a a continued hot spell. Uh, There is a heat advisory until, I believe, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. I love the heat. I'm a lizard. Stick me on a rock out in the sun. I just don't like the humidity. That's what drove me out of New Orleans. But uh, the heat is continuing to have problems for us in California with more fires that have erupted this afternoon. One erupted up in Orange County. It's being called the Holy Fire. Evidently, it has burned over a thousand acres at this point. I'm not exactly sure how many homes or other structures. I think it burned a cabin so far. I'm not sure how many structures might be threatened at this hour, but prayers to anybody in its path because this is absolutely horrifying when you're faced with this kind of destruction in your life. And even those, you know, and just last week I was talking about fires where we had the big fire that erupted up. Actually, we had two or three. It's hard to get. We have so many now, it's hard to keep track, let alone with all the names. They were showing pictures from space. Some of the NASA astronauts took pictures. You can see the cloud, uh, the smoke coverage all the way out in space. Yeah. I mean, this is absolutely catastrophic. So many of the fires recently have been due to arson. It's so it's not a climate change thing, but I just want to say again to those of you around the nation listening, I know that you have some problems with California and our politics, but politics for me ends at the doorstep of somebody suffering a, a catastrophe that is not of their own doing or even of their own at some point. So anyway, prayers for everybody who might be in the path tonight and facing this. Uh, speaking of being in the path of destruction um i gotta start trending today is you know this guy rick gates and the manafort trial i'm not really going to spend much time on that when it comes to rick gates i'm going to stay say hashtag i don't care i don't care what rick gates was involved in from a criminal standpoint i guess he took the stand today and said that you know he and manafort were involved with crimes i'm actually somebody that believes that if you broke the law in this country then you deserve to, to seek justice. I do believe in innocent until proven guilty. Where I have a problem in, in this case is that it's not equal application of the law. We do not have our FBI and DOJ applying the same laws that are on the books to everybody. We've got Hillary Clinton and her
her people getting away with all types of crimes and corruption from lying to obstruction of justice to destruction of, of property that's under subpoena. You know, committing felony, felonies up, down 20 different ways of Sunday. And it's disturbing to me that we do not have a Department of Justice at this point, two years into a Trump administration, that's equally applying the laws. And as long as there's no statute of limitations that have run out on Hillary Clinton and her gang of thieves, she and all the rest of them should be, should be Manaforted. They should be, they should be going through the same thing that Paul Manafort's going right now. You commit the crimes. What's that old song from the eighties? Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. What was that? Beretta. Don't tell me you don't know that song from the eighties. You know, glow. Never heard of it. You knew the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. You Beretta a show? Beretta was a show. Robert Blake was the star dude who got away with. With uh, murdering his girlfriend, allegedly. So he didn't listen to the intro of the song then? Well, he got, no, he didn't do the time. Maybe he didn't do the crime. I don't know. I saw that evidence and thought it was harder, you know, more compelling than against OJ. But anyway, I digress. Speaking of crimes and don't do in the time, here's the message to Americans today. Don't do the crime, i.e. say something that the left doesn't want you to say, or you just might be doing the time. Because that's really the movement of today. We find out today that Alex Jones, who I'm not particularly a fan of, I don't follow him, I don't watch him, I don't listen to his stuff. I, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I only, like you, I only have so many hours a day in which I can get my media. And he's not my particular flavor, if you follow me. However, I just don't listen to him. But that's not good enough for the left. The left cannot tolerate anybody putting out a message for which they disagree, or certainly one that has a large following that pushes back against their, their agenda. In a coordinated attempt, we had Facebook, we had Spotify, and we had YouTube not just shutting down his accounts, but YouTube actually went so far as to completely ban him personally. He's not even allowed to go on anybody else's show. And why? Because he supposedly violated their community standards. Well, everybody signs onto these community standards. Really? Yeah, we sign on for the community standards, but again, not unlike the Manafort thing, there's unequal application. And it's all subjective, just like the Manafort situation. It's all subjective. What some liberal person seems to think is, is so much worse than, it, it, it's subjective. Just like they're selectively applying the rule of law to Manafort and anybody with the Trump campaign, they're selectively applying the subjective criteria of hate speech. And this is no small matter. Because the left here in this country has been pushing for hate speech legislation now for a long time. And they particularly love what's been done uh, in Europe and the European Union, as well as what's going on in Canada. Canada is flat out banning books. They're banning movies, photographs, posters, anything anything that they decide is, quote, hate speech. I actually had an article I was going to share with you guys from National Review that was written, I believe, in April that goes into the details of the Canadian uh, hate speech legislation because it's been updated since Trudeau came into office. And the list of things that they they can accuse you of committing some hate crime form for which you can be prosecuted and indicted, indicted and prosecuted for up to two years is so long that basically... It, it, shut your mouth unless you're in the privacy of your own home. And even then, I'm not sure you're going to get away with it. Same thing in the European Union and in the UK. Although I guess I, I can tell you that, uh, again, unlike uh, the Manafort situation and what we see with Alex Jones here in the selective application, same thing in Canada and same thing the, er, in the European Union, the selective application of their hate speech laws. Because what you see happening, particularly in Europe, is you see uh, anybody who's writing or expressing 
an anti-Islamist, an anti-Islamic jihad message, those are the ones that seem to be, particularly in, in Denmark and in Scandinavia, those are the people that are going to the pokey. Meanwhile, when was the last time you saw an Islamic cleric who was calling for jihad against the infidel? When have you ever seen them thrown in jail? It ain't happening. And that's not going to happen here. Because they want to be able to decide what is hate speech legislation. And it's always conservative speech. Does Alex Jones go too far with conspiracies? Yes, that's one of the reasons why I don't listen to him. And I don't allow that on my profile, by the way. When people start coming and telling me that Sandy Hook was a hoax and this was a hoax, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not even following this QAnon stuff. I tend to avoid conspiracy stuff. Um, I, I think we can, and, and, and it can be subjective there too in terms of what is conspiracy versus what is theory. Um, but, you know, do I think that he still has the right to speak? Absolutely. And in terms of hate speech, this is this is why it's so egregious to me. First and foremost, it's egregious because we have a constitutionally protected right of free speech in this country that is not to be infringed upon. And if you read the language going on in terms of the laws with the EU as well as the laws on the books with Canada, they all start out, it sounds exactly what, you, what you're hearing from the left here in this country. It starts out with, well, we grant freedom of expression to all, but the exercise should be of, of that right should be conditioned on conformity with restrictions necessary for the protection of the reputation and rights of others. And all, then they lay out all these identity groups. In other words, we're going to we're going to subjugate. We're we're going to practice discrimination against this group here, conservatives, under the false guise of trying to protect these other identity groups. It's fascism. That's what it is. And we need to be very careful in this country because even though I am I am a I don't like uh, conspiracy theories and in that I will fight all day long for the right for Joy Reid. Who, who, in how many blog posts in recent years, Joy Reid with her anti-LBGT uh, comments and her anti-Israel comments, there is so many people right now in modern media that have said, look at the gal who was just hired to be on the editorial board for the New York Times. There is no conservative calling for any of these people to lose their jobs. But that, should, that proves right there What's going on on the part of the left? They only want to criminalize any conservatives. The real and the real hate speech expression that's going on right now is on the part of the left. And that expression is in the form of actual physical assaults that is happening against conservatives and not just as a part of the Trump administration. We saw Candace Owens, a young woman who should check off a few of the identity politics boxes for the left. She's a young woman, she's a minority, she's an African American. And she was physically uh, assaulted. Well, Charlie Kirk was the one who had the water thrown on him. I don't believe it was Candace Owens. But she was verbally assaulted. And let me tell you, she was threatened in a crowd. The police had a hard time getting her and Charlie Kirk out of that crowd without more happening to them than just water thrown on them. And when you are surrounded by a mob who's screaming and yelling at you, it's scary. That, to me, is an assault. I got to then tap into my old days when I studied assault and battery. I think battery is when it gets physical, but assault is anything that makes you feel threatened. Charlie Kirk said that he was not going to press charges, and I disagree with that, Charlie Kirk. This is not the time to take the high road. We need to start holding people accountable when they are doing this. We've got a concerted movement right now. We, there's, no, there's no criminal code on the books right now. 
to deny the free speech of conservatives, but that's what's happening through the physical and verbal assaults on the street like we're seeing here, as well as the social media accounts taking down conservatives. It's a coordinated effort. Control the message and you control minds. They can't control us through the mainstream media anymore. Those, and I agree with President Trump, they are the enemies of the state. When you are trusted by the American people, your job is to be objective and, and hold all elected officials accountable and report back the facts to the American people. And instead, you are behind the scenes working with the deep state in an attempt to interfere with an election and then to overturn the will of the people. You are an enemy of the state. And before we go to break, I want to tee up a little bit so you can hear, I, I think a li- maybe at least get a sense of what it must have been like for Candace Owens today to be assaulted by a mob. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Candace Owens. We love we love the police and we love America. We love the USA. Can you imagine if there were any conservatives that surrounded a liberal African American and did that? Wasn't it in 2012 when Joe Biden said they want to put y'all back in chains? Who surrounded a young black American and threatened her and harassed her? We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift here, shift gears. We're going to talk about President Trump fulfilling a campaign promise, and that is to push back and stop the tyrannical Iranian regime that chants death to America in their schools every day. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. AM 1170, The Answer. Can you believe there's just a few weeks left of summer? That means a new school year is just around the corner. And parents, some of you may still be on the fence about where to send your kids next year. So here's some great news that'll have you cheering. Select half-off tuition still remain for many private schools in your area. And we have some really amazing schools like South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Coastal Christian Academy, and many more. 
You still have time to tour the school of your choice and then purchase your entire first year's tuition at half price, saving thousands of dollars on a priceless private education. Visit am1170theanswer.com today. Don't miss out. Spaces are limited and tuitions are claimed on a first-come, first-served basis. Visit am1170theanswer.com today. That's am1170theanswer.com. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product that can help you lower and even eliminate your occasional aches and pains that come from aging or exercise and everyday living. For example, maybe you love to play golf or go on those nice long walks or even just walking up and down stairs without grimacing with pain would be nice. Staying active should be a big part of everyone's life. That's why so many people are now taking Relief Factor every day. If you're dealing with the aches and pain that come from aging or exercise or just everyday living that keep you from doing the things you love to do, the things you want and need to do, then go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. Discounted now to only $19.95. And you should know, the majority of people who do order the three-week quick start go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170 if you'd like to chime in on the show. And I'm curious as to your thoughts about my opening segment. Do you think that I'm being too uh, too concerned about the, the movement where we're going in this country? I think the movement is clearly uh, to make us all Tommy Robinson. You look at what's going on over there, criminalizing speech. Uh, the left wants to emulate everything that's happening in Europe, and that's certainly one area. Uh, control the message, you control minds, and then control our speech and our ability to communicate with each other and share a message. And man, then they've then they've got us right. Uh, got to shift gears now, though, because um, President Trump was uh, back talking about Iran today. He's actually reimposed sanctions on Iran that were lifted by President Obama. And I got to be curious as I, I was curious as to why now, and what the what the goal was with this. And I'm not an expert in foreign policy, so I reached out to Dan Perkins, who's been on the show a few times before. Hi, Dan. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me, Andrew. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Okay, so why now did President Trump, because just he most recently asked uh, or called for a meeting with um, the Iran mullahs over there, and it seemed like it was kind of out of the blue. What, what's going on here? Well, I don't think it's out of the blue. Uh, I have to take you back about uh, three, three to four months ago when the president decided he was not going to certify 
the Iranian compliance with the agreement, and he withdrew from the agreement. And in that, in in his notice to the world that he was withdrawing, he gave the European, the other signatories to the agreement, 90 days to come up with a, an alternative solution. Um, it didn't happen, so he told the world again that if at the end of 90 days, if it hasn't happened, if, if, if there isn't a better deal on the table for us, then we're going to impose sanctions. Now, that's a separate issue from what happened last week when he was asked uh, how would he meet with the, the mullahs and the imams. And he said he would be willing to talk to, to anybody. But the the Iranians have a problem because there's growing unrest uh, with young people and college-educated people in the country of Iran as, as to the way the mullahs and the imams are running the country. And this is, this is very, very, very serious stuff that's going on there because if you understand anything about Sharia law and mm-hmm. the Koran, the, the rule is iron fist almost, almost like the communists. And yeah, they've for, actually got, excuse me for interrupting, they've actually got these, uh, the morality police that roam the streets and beat on women if they got a hair falling out from under the hijab. And they actually, right. and they actually didn't they sentence a young woman to 20 years over there because she took off her hijab. And we right. did not support them in the streets when uh, they were rallying in the streets and, and women were literally being murdered in the streets for speaking out during the Obama administration. I think we had a golden opportunity there to support the young people on the ground. I think like 75% of the people there are under the age of 30. I don't know if that right. window has passed. No, I don't think I I don't think it's passed at all. I think it's getting stronger because what what's happening in Iran has been happening in the the rest of the world including the United States and Europe. And that is the the, the turning away from from institutional religion to secularism, popularism with no god the country is the God. And so what's happening is that as the mullahs are coming under attack from the people who no longer believe in the Quran or Sharia law, they are very difficult. They're in a very difficult position because they don't know what to do. So they fall back onto their, their 1800 year traditions of, uh, of uh, brutal force. And that's just in, enraging. And so that Quietly, we have been behind the scenes encouraging the uprising to continue to grow. And in, in one respect, one of the reasons why we're doing that is that, that uh, the, the oppressive nature of, of the mullahs, number one. Number two, it causes uncertainty in the government, and people are looking at an opportunity to try and bring about a governmental change. Now, this would be, this would be historic mm-hmm. in that a country that the religion is the government to be overthrown is is it, it, we're seeing history potentially being made here. What what and would so well, that, excuse me for interrupting, but I'm curious what the what that would lead. You know, we had this this phony Arab Spring that actually ushered in the rise of Islamic control ac- across the area. What would yes. a regime change in Iran? What kind of spring? What kind of wave uh, would that create? I think you you would um, you would see. Uh, a country that would be rapidly moving out of the dark ages uh, of the influence of the Quran and Sharia law into a more westernized country um, because we, we part of these sanctions are going to be an impact on their ability to generate revenue through the export of oil. 
And so there's going to be less and less money, which is going to increase the tension dramatically. So what you may see is a much more rapid turn to Western philosophy and the way of things doing in a Western way. Remember that the, 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 the Saudi Arabia has the same challenge uh, in that they want to dramatically diversify their economy away from oil. And they realize in order to move away from oil, they need human resources that they don't have. And so the capitulation of loosening of the restrictions on women in Saudi Arabia, not huge, but going in the right direction, was was calculated because they didn't feel they could get Western men to bring their wives into the, into the controlled chaos of, of Saudi Arabia. So they know they had to change if they're going to tr- want to attract the talent to reposition their economy. Same thing's going to u- ultimately happen. Any nation like Russia, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, all of them that which are all oil-based and dramatically dependent for oil revenue are going to have to change. And the thing that's going to get sacrificed is the religion. The left today, as well as the Never Trumpers in the Republican Party, are saying, well, this just this didn't, isn't going to accomplish anything. All this is going to do is upset our allies because he pulled out of this Iran nuke deal, which is beneficial economically to you know Germany and others. And all he's really accomplished here is upsetting our allies. How do you respond? I think it, how many times have we heard that? We heard that when he went to NATO. We heard that when he went to the G7. Uh, we heard that when he put the, the trade tariffs on. And what happened with with Europe? Our second largest trading deficit is with the European Union at $179 billion a year deficit. What happened is, again, quietly, not getting a lot of press, a lot of capitulation and changes that we may actually create a duty-free trading mm-hmm. agreement with the European Union. And I think we're going to see a similar situation fall with Mexico and Canada. All of this putting pressure on China because th- we are their largest trading partner by a deficit of about $400 billion. All right. So, so speaking of – go ahead and finish. I just going to say that with, with the United States exporting $100 billion to China and China having a net deficit with us of $400 billion, and so they're, they're in, they're, they're, the relationship is almost five to one. That they can't put enough tariffs on stuff we're importing compared to what we can put on theirs. It's going to bring the Chinese ultimately to the table to a more open and freer market, which what? is going to put millions of people to work. Well, except that a couple things. China's come out and said that President Trump's remarks were that he was arrogant. We have yes. so they might. I'm going to ask you to address that and the fact that we've got supposedly what's considered to be a bellwether and I've only got a minute left so I'm throwing you I'm throwing you a hardball here uh, <laughs> a, a tough one um, but then we've also got supposedly this bellwether congressional special election tomorrow in Ohio and supposedly right. the reason why this one this one district might possibly for the first time go Democrat is because Ohioans are worried about these tariffs your thoughts I don't think that's I, no it's not true uh, I don't see that as a problem the fact that uh, Europe capitulated and Mexico and Canada is going to be the only thing left is is China and they want to do business. They're going to capitulate, too. And it's going to be better trade. So the people in Ohio. Yeah, I was just there. Uh, I saw the corn, the soybeans in the field and the corn and it's getting ready for harvest. But the practical reality is big market soybeans. Europe is already capitulated. So uh, that's 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 democratic rhetoric that, in, in my opinion, is not going to change the ultimate outcome of the of the election. 
Can it have an impact on a special election? Sure. But will it affect the November election? No. All right. Well, you heard it here from Dan Perkins, author of The Brotherhood of the Red Nile. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. Now, uh, stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to talk about the midterm elections. I've actually got uh, someone who's going to be on to talk about the midterms and whether or not the GOP is actually going to punt on immigration before the midterms, which to me is like, what the what? Are you kidding me? So stay uh, stay tuned. We're going to talk about that and more. 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. AM 1170, The Answer. If you're currently employed in a job that's not truly satisfying, ask yourself these questions. Is this what you want to be doing for the rest of your life? Is the money and the material things worth sacrificing your family time? This is Steve Brodsky, General Manager here at Salem, and we're experiencing tremendous growth. Right now, we're recruiting for an experienced digital and broadcast salesperson. We offer excellent pay and benefits in a work environment that's creative, respectful, productive, and fun. If you're a hard worker and you're willing to learn and you love to sell, submit your resume at SalemMedia.com and we'll set up an interview right away. Salem is an equal opportunity employer. At the end of every single day, I lay my head on my pillow and I know that what we've done during the day has made a real difference. Maybe that makes sense to you too. Submit your resume today at SalemMedia.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for TownHall.com. We are just under 100 days from the November 6th midterms, and Republicans are in much better shape than most prognosticators had imagined. The president's brand of political hardball upsets many in the GOP. It even unbalances more than a few. But his commitment to originalist judges and a sizable military rebuild are two of the most consequential aspects of his tenure. The economy's cooking with the promise of a long stretch of economic growth above 3% ahead. 
Electing Democrats to a majority in the House or the Senate at the height of that party's lurch to the left would be a disaster. Impeachment, demands for massive income tax hikes, while also throwing the military rebuild into reverse. It's critical for Republicans to unite solidly behind Republican candidates. Yes, even if you loathe the president, vote Republican. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Happy Monday to y'all out there. I'm just having the best time here sharing this hour with you all, and I want to say thank you to everybody who is listening in their car on the way home, stuck in this traffic. Glad to share this time with you. It's an honor to have you listen to me, as well as everybody who's on Facebook Live right now. Some great comments. Um, Actually, I'm going to read one right now. Uh, Johnny Davis says, McConnell, Ryan Rubio, and the Republican House and Senate leaders remain devoted to amnesty and open borders. Uh, There's certainly quite a few who do. And um, so I'm not going to dispute that, Johnny. And in fact, it leads me into my next segment here. Um, My guest, Rachel Bovard, uh, says that according to this Gallup poll, the, a recent Gallup poll shows that the top issues on the minds of Americans is not climate change. No, it ain't. We talked about that last week. It's actually immigration. And so it really begs the question why the GOP has not already fulfilled the campaign promises that they made before President Trump took office, like going back into 2014. Um, hi, Rachel. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Okay, so you are with the Conservative Partnership. You are uh, the Conservative Partnership Senior Policy Director, right? You got it. That's a big title. Um, <laughs> uh, so with that, and and I'm glad to have you on because that tells me that you know a thing or two about policy and about how policy should be created and when it should be done as well. Correct. I hope so. I hope I can deliver. Yes. That big description. Well, right. (laughs) Okay. So we've got these midterm elections coming up. And but to me, it would seem that even somebody who doesn't have your credentials, who's not a a senior policy director, would would understand that when you've got the American people in 2014, given the majority to of both houses of Congress to the Republicans on two issues, Obamacare and the open borders, and that then we've got and then they did nothing. So then we've got President Trump who comes in in 2016 and, and it's chanted and, and his signature piece of his of his platform and his agenda is sealing the border and building the wall. You would think by now that would have been done, correct? Yeah, you would think. And I think that's what's so frustrating for so many Republican voters is exactly what you said. It doesn't take a genius to figure this out. <laughs> and honestly, you know, these guys ran for decades and, uh, you know, for on the on these issues and have not been able to deliver. And I think it's incredibly frustrating for people who said who voted Republican because they said, look, just give us the House, just give us the Senate. Wait, no, just give us the White House and we'll get these things done. And now they haven't. And they've been putting a lot of the impetus on President Trump, uh, who's doing what he can. But at the end of the day, it's Congress that controls the laws and Congress has to pass these things in order for them to be enacted in the law. Well, yeah. And actually, all spending originates in the House. So, you know, you know, they, they can't have their cake and eat it, too. I mean, the Republican Party complained when President Obama did everything through executive order like DACA. Um, so it's really up to them to, to do legislation, which involves funding for the border wall. It involves turning the immigration process into one that's merit-based. It involves a, a, a proper vetting program and not in, 
actually ending the refugee program. There was absolutely no excuse for Paul Ryan to fund every dime that Obama wanted to bring refugees here from terrorist countries when we had no ability to vet them coming here. And so I don't know if you're in agreement as to why. If it's, I just read before you came on a quote from a comment on Facebook that they many people have come to the conclusion that the Republicans are just as much about open borders and amnesty as the left. They just don't want to admit it. I do think a lot of Republicans are, you know, in that position. They are in the position that they don't, you know, they've campaigned on strong borders, but now they don't want to actually defend them. And I think you see that in when you look back in March when Congress passed the $1.3 trillion, 2,000-page omnibus. And in that bill, they said to the president, you cannot spend any money to build your border wall. That is exactly what they said to the president. They tied the president's hands in terms of spending money to build to build his border wall. And I think to a lot of people, that spoke volumes about where Congress actually is on this issue. And you look in the House in particular uh, with the Department of Homeland Security spending bill that they're going to consider. That bill has none of the reforms that they promised us, which was sanctuary cities, uh, ending DACA, dealing with border security. None of those issues are addressed. But what is addressed is, you know, taking, you know, temporary workers, seasonal workers to full full year workers or uh, barring the Department of Justice from implementing their new um, refugee policy, which basically says, look, you know, it cracks down on the bogus refugee and asylum claims under Obama. And Congress has said, no, Jeff Sessions, you cannot implement that. So that is where Republicans in Congress are coming down on the issue. And I think it's a big disappointment to a lot of voters who voted for these guys so they would address these issues the way they said they would on the campaign trail. Yeah, now we're in a position to where if you like, you know, President Trump, we're being told, well, you have to, regardless of how much you dislike the incumbent GOP running or or that one running to flip a Democrat seat, that you've got to vote for every Republican so that we can preserve President Trump in office. But when when you've got time and time again, them continuing to betray the voters by refusing, flat out refusing to fulfill their campaign promises or refusing to fulfill the campaign promises of the president that was elected by their own constituents, it does suppress the vote. There, no wonder maybe this special election in Ohio was looking like it might go Democrat because, I mean, how many Ohioans, uh, Ohioans or whatever are sitting back right now saying, you know, well, why am I going to vote for another Republican when we're two years in and we're in no better position with immigration than we were? I think that's a very legitimate complaint. And it's interesting when you look at the breakdown of who turns out in these special elections, you know, there's something called the Trump voter, uh, which are people who are not registered Republican, but came out to vote for Trump because of what he stood for. Those people are not turning out in these special elections. Uh, They are staying home. And I think a big reason why is because Congress doesn't matter to them. Congress is not, you know, backing President Trump's agenda. Congress is, uh, in many cases, denying what they did on the campaign trail by just not implementing it. And it's having an effect. And so I do think that the the Congress's lack of will in many cases uh, and lack of fidelity to what they ran on is really going to impact them in these special elections uh, in addition to the midterms. And they're going to pay the price, I think, unfortunately, for campaigning on one thing and going to Washington and doing another. Well, and I'm not sure that they care. Because I think that they're far more comfortable being the minority party who complains about the Democrats without having to actually fulfill any promises. So I think that there's probably a lot of, I mean, is Mitch McConnell going to go anywhere if if the special election goes to the Democrats? I actually think that they're hoping that the House ends up flipping because then or or the Senate or or both, because then then they can hide behind the comfort of being the minority party and continuing to propagate lies. And what's different in this case is. Where we're at right now is this is the first time that I can remember to where we actually have the left, the Democrat Party, 
actively opening, openly advocating for complete open borders, complete amnesty, anybody who wants to come here can, and the abolishment of ICE. This is not going to be the same old, same old America two years from now going into 2020 if the Democrats are allowed to take control. I think that's true. And I think the Republicans are really missing a political win by not forcing Democrats to own that issue on the floors of the House and the Senate. You watch, you look at the polling on those issues. It is 25 percent. I mean, it is it is terrible polling for Democrats on these issues on abolishing ICE and open borders. And yet Republicans aren't forcing them to vote for this stuff on the floor. They should be putting this on the floor every single day. Uh, They should be considering these spending bills and forcing Democrats to defend these positions, you know, especially those red state Democrats who are running for reelection in the Senate. They should be forced to vote on these issues because, you know, this is now becoming the mainstream part of the Democratic Party and America hates it. So why aren't we forcing them to defend it? That's a question I have for Republican leaders. Yeah. When it comes to uh, immigration, getting inside of the polls, I'm always a little skeptical when I see just a flat number. Oh, the majority of the American people say that that uh, the immigration is the, is their number one issue. I want to get inside of that a little bit because, you know, this the guy, the Republican run, running in the special election in Ohio was asked, what's the one thing that you, you disagree with President Trump? And he said separation of families at the border, which could not have been a schmuckier answer in my in my opinion. He didn't bust Obama at all for doing it. No, he's going to call out President Trump. If I was an Ohio voter, I, I would really have a hard time holding my nose voting for him just on that comment alone. So I'm curious as you get inside of the polls, is it, yeah, the number one issue, but how many Americans dislike Trump's position on it at this point? You know, I think it's interesting when you look at the polls. I think there's a number of issues that they poll on, and it's about, you know, should people who uh, come over the border be re- illegally be returned to their home countries? That polls overwhelmingly. Sanctuary cities, not, not funding sanctuary cities, also polls overwhelmingly. Uh, you know, family separation of the border does not poll well. But I think at the end of the day, I mean, again, this is a continuation of a policy that has been that going on under numerous presidents. Trump has taken mm-hmm. it up a notch with his zero tolerance policy. But what's interesting is that in the Senate, they are trying to eliminate some of the laws that require that family separation and Democrats are blocking them. So Democrats understand the issue of just as well as Republicans in terms of the politics. But it is the, the media is ignoring how many times Republicans in the Senate go to the floor and say, mm-hmm. can we please consider this bill that will eliminate the policy of that family separation of the border and and Democrats say no. Well, I'm not really sure that from a strategy standpoint that trying to compete with the Democrats on aiding and abetting and helping illegals coming into this country is really a winning strategy. The American people, including Democrats and independents, voted because they wanted the border sealed. President Trump was able to peel off quite a few African-American voters on that basis alone because they could see that their jobs and their livelihood and their economy and their lives have been taken over. We also as Americans understand that when we see states like California and cities like like what's going on in Maryland where illegals are being allowed to vote, that we've got a really small window of time before our country is completely taken away from us. And it becomes a permanent national voting block of Democrats, much as like happened in California. I've got about 30 seconds left if you want to give us your final thoughts, Rachel Bovard. Yeah, it's unfortunately a cynical view of politics, but the way the Democrats are playing it, it happens to be true. Their goal is to get, you know, open borders and get these people in and voting for Democrats is unfortunately the only conclusion that you can take from how they're approaching this issue. Well, um, I thank you for coming on tonight and trying to raise this issue and trying to put the pressure on the GOP that, you know, they need to do what's what's right and fulfill their their promises on immigration. Do not punt it. Uh, they always play that prevent defense like in the NFL, but no, I ain't going to watch the NFL this season. Don't, don't, don't go hammering me on that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Rachel Bovard, how can people learn more about you, see any, any blog posts or articles you've written? 
sure you can uh, check us out on the web at conservativepartnership.org. And you can follow me on Twitter at Rachel Bovard. I post all my pieces there. All right. Thank you so much, Rachel. I appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Now, we're going to take a little skinny little break. When we come back, we got more to talk about on the other side of the break. And what's on your mind? You feel like you want to call in and say hi to me? Bust me on something? Argue with me? I don't know. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. AM 1170, The Answer. Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Jim was looking for a place for his mom, Frances, in the El Cajon, La Mesa Spring Valley area. When I walked into Sun Garden Terrace, I sensed a real homey feel that I liked that was uh, just right up her alley, I thought. The vibrations were so good. Since Jim found Sun Garden Terrace, he gets to visit just about every day. And the price was certainly very reasonable and competitive compared to all of the other facilities that I had checked out. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. 
Visit SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. 619-464-CARE. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't know the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. AM 1170. The Answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer. <laughs> Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. We almost missed our cue to come back. During the break, DJ Carrot Sticks and I were talking about this place. It's got amazing donuts. He was telling me about one that's covered with like Lay's potato chips. I have got to try that. Maybe I can report back on that uh, tomorrow night. Glad to have you all here with me. And I'm going to go to the phones right now. It seems like uh, we've got a Josh from Groves, Texas, on the line. Let's talk about Alex Jones and uh, his suppression of speech. Hi, Josh. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hello. Hi. What's on your mind? Uh, just about Alex Jones and all the fake news media uh, is BS, you know, and some people, a lot of people are pissed off about it a lot. Are you? It could happen to you goddamn right I'm pissed off about it. Okay, got to watch that uh, that uh, swear in there, my friend Josh. We got these, oh, yes, we got them little pesky little FCC regulations here, unlike on a podcast. So, uh, so you're angry about it. Why? Because it's the truth. He speaks out the truth. And it's all the truth. And they don't want. The mainstream media don't want to air it. They won't air it, but nobody wants to see anything about the truth. And that's what Alex Jones delivers. Yeah, they want whether or not you, you know, here's where I stand on it. Uh, Whether or not I think Alex Jones puts out the truth, he's got a right to say it. He's got a right to say what is ever on his mind because we have a constitutionally protected right of free speech in this country. Right. Uh, And, you know, he so he's got a right to speak his mind. And what the left wants to do is they want to control our minds by telling us what is hate speech, what the truth is, what the truth isn't. They don't want to allow us to hear whatever information we want to hear, choose for ourselves who we want to get our information from and then think for ourselves. Right, Josh? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But I promise in November, get out and vote everybody. 
for that red wave, there is no blue wave. If everybody gets out and votes Republican, it'll change everybody's mind. What do you think, it, uh, you know, I'm hearing different things out of Texas because, you know, here in California, we've had a mass exodus of people that have left here because of the high, particularly business owners, because of high taxes and regulations. And we had uh, Rick Perry was coming to California wooing businesses. But then I'm hearing from other Texans that all that's done is bring a bunch of Democrats to Texas who are trying to turn Texas blue. No, Texas will never be, be blue. Mr. Uh, Brown needs to be voted out of office. And they need a new uh, governor to represent that state. Well, that's for sure. And uh, we're going to try to get John Cox, who is the Republican running for governor here in California, back on the show. I don't feel like he's been quite as active as he should have been out there. I think we've got an opportunity to take this state back. I was just talking to my last guest, uh, Rachel Bovard, who was talking about how Gallup poll shows that the number one issue for Americans is immigration. And even here in the state of California, Josh, we have liberals that do not like the open borders, do not like the sanctuary city and sanctuary state status. They do not like seeing Americans gunned down, murdered, raped, etc., by by people in this country who should not be here, who are here illegally. They don't like to see what's happening to us economically and the jobs taken away from Americans. And so, you know, I'm calling on John Cox. If you're listening tonight, running for governor, we support you. Uh, please, you know, uh, call in the show and do do lots of media. Help win this thing back. Josh, thank you so much for calling in tonight. Yeah, but one more thing. One more sure. thing. We have a larger border than California does, and the same thing in Texas happens. That's why Republican California Republicans in California need to stand their ground, and everybody need to vote Republican. Absolutely, Josh. Last question for you: How many minutes do I have left, DJ Carrot Sticks? Well, I've got three minutes left. I'm curious, Josh. Uh, were you always a conservative, or were you a Democrat at some point and got flipped? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I've always been a conservative my whole life. I like to have fun, do what I want to do, but at the same time, why have open borders mm-hmm. and not have great tax cuts when you're the working American people like myself yeah. make this country run? I agree with you, Josh. Well, thank you for being a good American and a conservative. I appreciate it. I myself have never been liberal. There's this old saying, I think Churchill said it, to where if you're not a liberal when you're young, you have no heart. And if you're not a conservative when you're older, you have no brain. Well, I guess I never had a heart because I can, from the time I was born, liberalism never made any sense to me. Of course, I grew up in the Deep South. I saw the effects of it. I saw how the high taxes and the regulations and everything, particularly if you look at Louisiana, what they did, they just took the African-Americans off of one plantation and put them in the rest in the in the housing projects and put them on in, in the dependency class. They didn't do their, I saw firsthand the, the negative effects of liberalism and was never a liberal. It just never made any sense to me. Josh, I thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you for calling in the show. Thank you. All right. Um, there's also, you know, I started the show by talking about what was happening with Alex Jones and the attack on free speech and the physical attacks going on against conservatives, like what happened with Charlie Kirk and Candace uh, Owens today. But I want to wrap by talking more about the media because, again, it's back in the news that President Trump, the assault on President Trump right now, this is a multi-pronged assault, by the way. 
uh, in order to maintain control of messaging out there, not allow Americans to, to speak and think for themselves. Um, so I kind of, uh, you know, had to, had a debate earlier with another conservative, Liz Wheeler. I do her show Tipping Point, and she feels like the use of the word "enemy" against the against the media is incorrect. But I said, I said, you know what? How else can you describe people that were trusted to do the job for the American people, and yet instead of doing the job for the American people in terms of holding all elected officials accountable and reporting by, on the facts, instead they tried to undo the will of the American people. They tried to literally, do, they waged a greater disinformation campaign against the American people and against Trump and his, and his new administration than anything the Russians could have done. And we need to continue. How else our military puts their hand on a Bible and swears to defend our republic against enemies, foreign and domestic? How can you, who, if, if not them, if that doesn't describe what a domestic enemy is, what does? What do you guys think the definition of domestic enemy is? If it's not people that were trusted to do the work of the American people and instead are trying to thwart the U.S. Constitution and our very democracy itself. In fact, it was Hillary Clinton who said, people who don't accept the outcome of this free and fair election are the greatest threat to this democracy. Love you all. Thank you for joining me tonight. I'll be right back here tomorrow from 6 to 7. Thanks to my guest and to my caller. Love you all. Have a great night. The Andrea K. Show is sponsored by Andrea K.